welcome back to another edition of 30 Racket Sports. It's our Friday edition. Talking a little college football madness here. Uh, got a big show talking about some of the coaching craziness. Uh, some happening very recently as we recorded our first show. Uh, talking some college football playoff and a little bit of conference realignment. So big show. Uh, first to reintroduce our wonderful 30 Rack group. We got Zach, hey, uh, Zach. firing the uh, hot takes. I'm sure he'll have some hot takes on uh, Clay Helton, Brian Kelly, and maybe some Urban Meyer takes. We can only I got all sorts of takes for this. Uh, on the ones and twos, we got Josh. Whoa. Who's very excited to be yeah, here. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm nervous. Did you hit your head there's again? A, there's a lot. There's, <laughs> a, <laughs> there's a lot going on right now. The, the carousel is, is spinning out of control. Well, hopefully you don't fall over. We'll have to stitch yeah. you up for safety. What are you guys like? Would Would you like to ride on the carousel? Were you like a a, a horse guy or like one of the the standard? Oh, one of the standard. Oh, always the horse. The horse. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you got to take the horse. Always. Some guys like riding that carriage things that some of them have. No. but you got to no. get on the horse. So the carriage one, the thing. one that I remembered always liking. Pony this is up. A, this is a specific. One was when they used to have the the Hanna Barbera merry-go-round. Oh, yeah, the shark. You because the shark fin would kind of come on. You could oh, sit. You know, nice. Fancy. I've never I've never ridden a fancy carousel like that. So. And the ones I've ridden always had horses. Yeah, just the normal horse one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, from if lowly no, southeast look, Ohio, we, you know we you get do, a lot you know of cool you do shit with the down horse there. One, you sit, and you go backwards <laughs> on the horse. Oh yeah, <laughs> turn into a little bit of a bad boy. <laughs> Where you? I've heard that's how you fall Bad off. Bad boy for you. That's how you <laughs> fall off of things and get hurt, Greg. You'd yeah. be the expert of that I, one. Yeah, I, I you would say. be the expert of that one, Stitch. Ooh. Um, so, also, while we're enjoying the show, we are still drinking our beer of the week. Uh, from 16 Lots, our Kenny's Day Drinking Beer. Uh, Josh, after the big Bengals earlier this week, you've been tailgating all this week. An offense. Ready for brute. that Chargers game. Run, pass, or boot. Which they did. I mean, in all, they're a little phases. stale since they've been sitting out since uh, Monday, but still delicious. Usually, a Bengals win is a bit stale after time. They I, mean, come, I mean, when you play like the most aging of football teams, and yeah, you want to talk about stale, stale Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh stale. Steelers I think Mike Tomlin stale. might be. Uh, maybe stale. he takes the Notre Dame job. Mike Tomlin's that bread that you've forgotten about in your box. It's kind of back there. Speaking That's of stale, Mike. Speaking Tomlin. of stale and the Bengals was. But Kenny wasn't the quarterback the last time they won a playoff game, was he? No. <laughs> <laughs> that 1974. Boomer Esiason, sir. Like that's a, like oh, any that better for any of the young that. people. Yeah, that yeah. That guy that's done the morning show. With the liver spots, you know. Yeah, the guy, yeah, the guy that's been <laughs> hey, on CBS as long as I've been alive. Yeah, it's the at least it's not Phil Sims. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, yeah, you're right, because... Phil Sims is only one Super Bowls. You wouldn't want that in your franchise, would you? All right, but uh, en- enough on the uh, NFL for this. NFL <laughs> bickering. We're moving to college. We're gonna start with that wild carousel. We're all sitting backwards. One of people have flown off. You're holding on for dear life. I don't life. know what's going on. It's spinning like crazy. So uh, before the end of the season. Uh, a number of big jobs opened, uh, of course, early in the season. You had Clay Helton gone at USC after like two weeks, which was kind of weird. Yeah. 
Uh, did take the job at Georgia Southern, though. So Big step up. Don't worry. Still got play around. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, number of weeks later, you had the LSU job. Uh, Eddie O was going to be out after the season, just like a year and a half removed from a, <laughs> from a national championship. Uh, then the big name, you know, that was rolling around, Dan Mullen, came over from Mississippi State to Florida, was mouth-kissing his way, you know, up in the SEC, suddenly drops like, what, seven or eight straight games against I mean, Power year, 5 from competition. An SEC East. Yeah, they won the champ. Yeah, they were SEC champions. East champions. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, couple, what, was that last year? Was that last year or was that two years ago? It's not been long. Same no, thing. It's, it's, yeah, it's, right. it's, they were at the height. I think it was last year. Yeah, it was last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, it was because two years ago was another one of those Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, got him in. I mean, got him to the SEC championship. They were rolling for a while and then fell off, and he got fired. Um, Nothing better than seeing Dan Mullen get fired, though. I, I hate that dude. I yeah. don't even know why. I he, don't even root, have a rooting a, interest in the SEC. Dickhead. He's just, just his personality yeah. just rubs people uh, away. Some other ones that came up. Uh, you know, Washington and Wazoo, some weird, kind of weird situations there. Yeah. Uh, Texas Tech, uh, TCU, uh, Duke, Virginia Tech, Fuente out there. So a whole lot of jobs open. Uh, some of them, you know, kind of slowly but surely being hired. You know, a lot of your normal ones, you get uh, Wazoo hired internally. Yep. Washington hired the Fresno State coach. Uh, Florida got Billy Napier, kind of that, you know, like you would get with, uh, you know, the App State head coaches or whoever's the hot name, you yeah. know, would go to the Power Five school. Yeah. Billy Napier from UL Lafayette uh, going to Florida. But then Sunday, as we're watching. Last 48 hours been wild. Yeah, as we're watching, uh, you know, NFL football, uh, rivalry weeks over, Oklahoma, the regular season's done. After a, a loss in Bedlam, Lincoln Riley out of nowhere, and 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 one day after, you know, he was the big name for LSU, right? You're one day after, down. point blank asked, "Are you going to be the next head coach at LSU?" No, I will not be the next head coach at LSU. He did not lie, but <laughs> always about picking your words. Yeah, yeah. Several times, Ask Aaron Rodgers stomped down. That. Yeah, has stomped down being the LSU head coach Sunday. Leaves for former UCAD Mike Bone. Yeah, leaves USC. for uh, USC. So Oklahoma now on their way to the Big Twelve, which we'll get to in a little bit. Coachless. SEC. Then one of the big jobs that was open, uh, as we mentioned, with Lincoln Riley. You were hearing names, you know, Jimbo. I thought you Mark Stoops hearing, was going to be the hire. Yeah, you were hearing, you know, some of the guys, Mark Stoops uh, from Kentucky, Dave Aranda, who was the assistant head coach, you know, during those uh, good years at LSU, who's currently at Baylor. Uh, you know, Lane Kiffin had his name in there. Uh, you know, a lot of, like, just a That'd lot of such names a all move. over the, you know, obviously Lincoln Riley was on the board. Yeah. Monday night, as we're recording our Tuesday show, you start to get word. Out of nowhere, South Bend to Baton Rouge. Brian Kelly. <laughs> Wild. No, I didn't even know that was on the radar. Yeah, kind of really ramped up a notch. It, that did. Now Notre Dame's open. Yeah, so now in the last 
you know, 48 hours, you go from two, you know, big names in college football, I would say, you know, in USC and LSU being open to two other huge names in Notre Dame and Oklahoma being open. The the Notre Dame one is such a bright. I hope he's on a plane right now. Nobody else knew, like left some boosters at dinner or something. I mean, it's, it's such uh, a Brian, Tommy it, Tuberville. It, it's such a Brian Kelly thing to do. You know, uh, your team is 11 and one unlikely, but realistic outside shot with some help maybe to well, sneak uh, into the yeah, playoff. I'd say I mean, pretty realistic yeah. shot with outside help. Yeah. Yeah. With outside I, help. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I was going to say right now to make look, the playoff in your like peace. <laughs> yeah. Looking at them right now, all they would likely, I mean, depending on how the Oklahoma state game goes, but likely if Georgia beats Alabama, which they're favored, they're probably the five team that just scoots. I mean, right that's up true. In. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So they so. don't need a ton of help. No, so, and that's that's crazy. Right? And this he is left, a guy he left Cincinnati after a twelve. No, season. I know, I know. This is a but... guy who left Cincinnati for his. These are his words, not mine. His dream, dream job. job. His one dream job. He <laughs> Apparently, job. he got a new one <laughs> recently. When they his uh, dream job isn't wearing isn't actually wearing um, yellow and purple. It's just wearing green. But that's my own. Oh guess. yeah, no, I'm sure they. I, I can't wait to see what that ridiculous contract looks like. He, he is such a northern dude. Like, that's how is he going to fit weird... in down in Baton Rouge? And that's what I. You look at. Yeah, you're his... going from Go Tigers to. And we we tried really hard today. Go hey, guys. Tigers. Hey guys. Yeah, I, I don't know what that's. That's going to be a weird thing. He's going to look goofy as hell down there. Um, I mean, and guys... I mean, you look at Brian Kelly. I mean, as we mentioned, you know. Notre Dame before this, before that, um, Cincinnati Notre- in the north. Before that, Central Michigan. So I just don't understand. When was the last time I mean, he Notre Dame. Notre house? Dame stuck with him. I mean, yeah, he what twenty thirteen BCS title game they got. Oh whooped. yeah, but I know where and you're then, going. And with then a this, playoff. Yeah. But I mean, they've kind of stuck with him through some ups and downs, and there's been no rumor of being on a hot seat. Obviously, after. No. Uh, last year and stuff, but I, I so I don't really the pressure. There's the prestige there. They're actually recruiting really well this year. Yep, um, it's been a pretty big uptick for him. It's uh, well, and you saw you saw Oklahoma. They pay him handsomely as well. I mean, Oklahoma, he's not making a million. He's making well. Oklahoma's over. already lost a handful of top recruits. Oh all, yeah. After all of this, what's going to happen to everything that Kelly's recruited? In the past year, oh no, it, it's yeah. I mean, it's and, gone. But and, I mean, as you mentioned, it's completely different. I mean, the the most southern school he has coached at in his career, Cincinnati. <laughs> I mean, you gotta interesting interesting fact though. Apparently, the linebackers coach, defensive coordinator at Assumption College, where he played for the club team, also the softball coach from 1983 to 1986. I can see that former softball coach Brian. Ka- you can see Brian. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's a visor guy. <laughs> that is yeah, why exactly. he's a visor guy. Uh, <laughs> Went to Grand Valley State in Michigan, Central I mean, Michigan, Cincinnati, Notre no, Dame. No, yeah, when I mean, t- when you look at what makes sense, like I thought one of the best hires out there was uh, Florida with uh, Billy Napier. Billy Napier. I mean, that's a guy who has had a lot of success down there regionally. He's had mm-hmm. three straight double-digit win seasons at Louisiana. You know, he's had five losses in the last three years. Right, and you look uh, yeah. at Florida, kind of lifeless, 
stale program. Well, and the, everything you right. need that energetic youth, and he can re- he can recruit. That's a rec- has because Dan Mullen's a schemer. As much as I hate Dan Mullen, I'll give him Dan Mullen is a I would love him as an offensive coordinator. But Dan Mullen can't recruit, and that's been the problem with Florida, right? He can't recruit. You've so seen you the hire drop Billy off. Napier, who's had success, had yeah. regional success, knows how to recruit in the area. Has first done real responder good job and lending tree bowl champion, Billy Napier. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's the best um, thus far. I, I would give that a bigger win. The Florida um, hire to me is you know the best sense. hire right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I agree with you, but it makes in terms. Because I question Brian, Lincoln going Riley. back to the Brian you wanna, Kelly you thing. You want a former paladin to run your program. I, I mean, You're I pulling I, out all these. I would I love these Wikipedia. Articles. I would question. Um, it I just quest- makes sense yeah, for yeah, them to hire Florida. Yeah. For LSU to go after Brian Kelly like this, it just is so bizarre. It you know what it was? They panicked, right? Yeah, they, they make like, that that's decision. What I'm is and the Lincoln I, Riley thing sending that much of a shockwave through other programs? Well, they kind of to other coaches out of all the top programs, right? Top jobs, big money jobs. They were kind of the first one, right? And I don't disagree with them with the the coach O thing. There are a lot of off the field things going yeah. on. Oh yeah, the program just obviously wasn't going the right direction. But I'm saying is, yeah, I agree. They 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 focused on some of these guys like Jimbo Fisher who wasn't going anywhere. Um, they swung and missed. I think the Riley to USC thing, because they wanted Riley bad, that threw them for a loop. Uh, I don't think for USC that's as big of a home run hire as people think. I think Lincoln Riley's smart move. Uh, do not take that LSU yeah. job. And he did not want to go to the SEC, obviously, which, uh, yeah, I think they panicked. Their, what I heard rumor was, was coming from Feinbaum, you know, but, bomb, but, but, but the rumor was the shortlist he was hearing, like Mark Stoops was the backup plan so i think they panicked you're like well who who do we know is the greediest bastard on the planet <laughs> it was a good guy and they're like oh Urban brian Kelly, oh. Murray. oh yeah i mean well, but you yeah. have to wait till after the end right, right after the season but yeah uh yeah so they just threw a bunch of money at brian Kelly. i guarantee you, i bet there was no interview i bet they like gave him a check <laughs> a big check you know yeah, one of the, the- <laughs> You write in here with this dry erase marker. <laughs> well, how much you want? You want. Yeah. yeah, how much you want? I mean, that's from a school's perspective, one that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But then, just from a coaching perspective, with the Oklahoma thing, like I'm sitting here, like who who does want that job? Oklahoma, like, yeah. Like it doesn't make sense for LSU to hire Brian Kelly, I don't think. But from a coaching standpoint, does it make sense for you? To want that Oklahoma job? Well, and you take a look at, you know, who they have for this. And first off, with the Brian Kelly thing, you know, the earliest things I'm seeing from The Athletic, which are usually pretty plugged in, uh, the aggressive push was made three hours ago. That's what I'm so, saying. That's what I'm yeah. saying. They panicked, and they just threw a bunch of money. No doubt in my this mind. literally, as we were recording the other show, like, went from, like, rumors to, like, tomorrow morning he's getting yeah. introduced. Literally within, like, the past hour. Like that is just crazy. So the the questions that I have, because the the four names that I've seen for the Oklahoma job at yeah. the top, two of them are current SEC coaches, which I don't know if you'd want to switch to a team moving into the SEC uh, in Mark Stoops and Lane Kiffin. I, I think Mark Stoops is the most likely. I don't think Lane Kiffin's going anywhere. Yeah. I, I don't see why you would. I, I think um, I've always been a big Lane Train guy myself. Uh, I think he learned from some of his past. He's still very entertaining, though. Uh, I think Ole Miss just makes sense for yeah. him, though, doesn't it? It just yeah. makes sense. They're going to let him do whatever the hell he wants. Yep. And he's still in a very uh, fertile recruiting ground. Yep. Right in the heart of the SEC. 
Oklahoma wouldn't make a lot of sense. Oklahoma's kind of in no man's land now, recruiting wise, because Texas is wide open in the SEC already. Yeah. You're not bringing it. I mean, I think the the last real big prospect to come from Oklahoma didn't even go to. He went to Ohio State. Josh Proctor, I think, was the one of the last five star like safeties that come out. There's been a few other. Yeah, guys. I, they I, don't produce enough though to build yeah, a team. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, you look at most. I mean, honestly, you look at most of Oklahoma's talent. It's from Texas. They have well. One, they have gotten the talent from... And know, California. But recently, a lot of their, I mean, top quarterbacks were transfers. Uh-huh. You know, Baker Mayfield, Texas guy, transfer. Kyler Murray, TCU guy, transfer. Yeah. You know, uh, Jalen Hurts, transfer. So a lot of these guys, you, you kind of have these questions about him. The other, the other two names, which I think are, you know, even more long shots, you got... The DC that's been, you know, rumored as being a coach for every big job for the last five years in Brett Venables. I don't see it. It doesn't make sense. He's been, he, he would have to go like South, if like, obviously, which is not open. I'm saying like South Carolina, maybe, or something along those lines in his region. Most of those guys, you got to think regionally. Like I said, the Brian Kelly thing makes no sense because he's never, he has no regional ties. That's why yeah. it makes no sense. And, the recruiting for Notre Dame is such a different beast than a lot of these. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm, but, um, and the last one is once again, probably just going to be used as a, uh, get me a contract extension for my current NFL job. It's, it's Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. Did take the former Texas tech guy with Lincoln Riley to Oklahoma. Now Cliff Kingsbury currently with the Cardinals only has one more year on his contract. But right now, the Cardinals, one of the best records in the league. I don't see it happening. I, well, that, and he didn't have a lot of success at the call. I mean, I remember... Yeah, right, six and six I mean, Texas Tech. Yeah, I mean... Patrick Mahomes. Right. I mean, they didn't... Uh, he's not a college guy. He's a schemer. He's not a recruiter. He doesn't want to be, you know, personnel guy. Um, that makes no sense. You know, here's a wild name I'd throw out there for Oklahoma. Just kind of a guy who... Who's done it at college has a lot of NFL success as well. Um, who's kind of been in a little bit of rehabilitation here in Alabama, Bill O'Brien, yeah. or maybe at Notre Dame. A guy, a guy. I mean, I'm just saying he had success at Penn State. He only stayed a couple of years, but he really. I mean, he did. He got. I mean, James Franklin should thank his lucky stud. No, O'Brien I, I, to Notre Dame, the fans will go nuts. Well, the Irishman. I know, right? I mean, you know, it makes a lot of sense. Well, uh, and I think you look at him, and he was one of those guys that kind of. I think fell out of the good grip, but like he coached decently in, at the with the Texans, and I think he's one of those right good kind of um, how do I say this? You know, kind of top dogs at a college program where you can kind of be he did more like an emperor than you are like a head coach in the NFL. I mean, that can, Penn you know. State program could have easily imploded. I think he's shown he can take. I mean, not that Notre Dame, and that's saying Notre Dame's not a rebuild job. But my point is, like he 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 clearly can run a program, um, and even kind of rebuild it. I mean, that's an interest. I mean, because I'm trying to rack my head. Who who? Mark, maybe you elevate Marcus Freeman. Yeah, I still think there's been questions on if he needs a little bit more time, though. Maybe you um, get Mike Tomlin. Maybe uh, Mike Tomlin's <laughs> got to be looking for the door, right? I mean, it's got stale. Like, I I don't know how much longer the Roonies. I. Uh, I'm, I'm half kidding on that, but like, no, I mean half kidding, but half serious though. Why not? I mean, right. you got to be looking for something else, right? Big Ben's gone. You don't have a successor. It's it's stale. Yeah. Well, and the way things are moving in 
the college carousel right now. I mean, like, who who will be the next to panic? You know. Yeah. And I mean, right, like right now, before this, you're looking at the Oklahoma job, and these are most of the names I took off of. Uh, some of the odds right now, they have Venables at plus four hundred, Kiffin and Stoops at plus five hundred, Matt Campbell from Iowa State, who seems to have been like a guy that he's always on the radar. Yeah, like even the Browns had him on. Fickle plus seven hundred once again, kind of a weird fit. Jay Norvell from Nevada, Bob Stoops coming back. Josh Heupel, like I don't see a whole lot of these. Heupel, like, Heupel, I I would watch Heupel. That's another one, just because he is an Oklahoma guy. Wasn't he a Nebraska quarterback? No, Heupel was no Heupel was oh, Oklahoma that's right, quarterback. Yeah, yeah no. no. So All I mean, right, that's he took, yeah. He took over for uh, what's his name? Who Frost? Who went to? Yeah, yeah. Well, before we get lost in the carousel, are there any other like any other jobs, openings, coaches? you guys had on on your list that you're keeping a watch on i mean that's what i'm trying to rack my who's gonna move net i think that's the domino i mean i'm i'm just utterly yeah because if, if you look at the the openings right now if and right now we're recording a little bit earlier in the week yeah so we don't have the full <laughs> so there could be some more dominoes well, well, we don't have the full uh the full view on brian kelly it was just broken you know basically between shows as we were recording right. But right now, if we're assuming that you're going to have Notre Dame and Oklahoma be the the openings, last two really big jobs. the only other Power Six op- like even Power Six openings that we have right. are with you know with uh, Washington, Wazoo, SMU, TCU, Texas Tech, all with coaches. You basically have Duke with Cutcliffe gone, which who knows what kind of job that is. Virginia Tech, who's kind of fallen off. And then, you know, a Temple job, which is pretty... I mean, Virginia so, Tech's an intriguing job, I think, for the right coach because, I mean, yeah. they, they are in a recruiting... But they're not going to go big game at, But I'm saying for the right yeah. coach, they would, like, that's like when you hire, you know, Eastern Michigan's coach. You know what I mean? That's yeah. when you make that, that kind of hire. That's like Washington who hired Fresno's coach. Yeah, stuff like that. Right. Um, I, I can't remember the last... When was the last time you had LSU, USC, Oklahoma, Florida... Notre Dame, like those kind of like legit, yeah. not, 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 not good power. I'm talking blue blood power five program. Yeah, historic, the historic well, job. Historic. That's insane. Aside of USC, you know, most of them, like Alabama, you know, had openings occasionally during the early 2000s when they were not. Well, Florida yeah. was like an SEC championship team recently. You know, Oklahoma is not going to win the Big 12 for the first time since 2014. Right. No, yeah. You know, these, USC, maybe LSU won a national championship two, two years, years ago. ago. Right. You know, Notre Dame was in the college football play. Were they in the college football playoff last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, last year. And like, what, two of the last three years or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, USC is a bit of an outlier, but. Um, yeah, but I mean, that many big names that still actually have power. Because, you know, it's one of those things where. You see a lot of times, you know, the USC job will open or, you know, the Tennessee job or the Nebraska job will be open. You'll be like, wow, you know, these are a lot of yeah, schools with great history, you know, and the Michigan job will be open, especially, you know, post Rich Rod. You'll be like, great jobs with great histories, but who wants it? Right. These are jobs that people teams want. have had solid success. Oh, recently. yeah. People, people want those jobs. It's just... Uh... I can't rack my brain. Yeah, I mean, I guarantee you one of these Power 5 teams is either going to make an underwhelming hire or they're going to have to wait for the NFL season to wrap. Something like that. Like, who who else are you going after? So, 
I guess the last thing that I would say as far as coaching hires is do you think there's any should there be any worry in the state of Ohio or potentially, you know, obviously with the Brian Kelly news, maybe Marcus Freeman's open for a defensive coordinator. Would there be any worry, you know, right now, Fickle, who knows, Ryan Day, I wouldn't see him leaving except for maybe an NFL job. He won't leave for an he won't leave except for an NFL job. I mean, he came up to the NFL initially. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, so, but I'm, I could promise you he's not going anywhere right now. After all the shade that's been thrown, and yeah, he's not. Do you think Ryan Day would take the Steelers, Jeff? Not right now. No, I think he's bought in. I think he's got a plan. Probably give me another four or five years, then we could talk. I think right. he's got some things he wants to do, and I, I, I trust me, Harbaugh talking some shit. I think. Uh, he hates him. That's like what, I, I don't think he would turn around and leave. That's what I. Because yeah. that's the one thing that's always interested me is I, I, I don't know if I feel like Day is the best, um, like rallying up the troops guy. But I feel as far as like tactically and how he talks to people, maybe maybe that's great for recruiting. Right. But he seems like more of a coach of adults than a coach of like college. Like he seems like a guy that would thrive. Oh, I think he will do well. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't. But you know. There's there's some advantages to being yeah. a college coach. He controls everything. Yeah, I those agree. guys are control freaks. I you know, agree. probably be the right job offer. But so, do you really want to take the Steelers yeah. over right so, now? So, I I guess, and he, I don't think Fickle's going. Maybe Notre Dame. Yeah, that that's that the, might be that's the only the big one. one that worries. So I guess the question is, you know, even even the jobs that have been filled, and then we'll do jobs that are open. And I I, I want this from both of you, filled and then open. I guess for for both jobs because. Some of which you, you almost think is a lateral or down move. What's the best coaching job that has come open? And what's the best coaching job that's currently open? Oh, uh, okay. So like LSU right now you could say is closed, but maybe you think um maybe you think USC is better than LSU. Oh, I, I think the USC job was the best job open. Um they finally upgraded facilities. That was always the big knock. Um <laughs> You you don't have to leave Southern California to build that. It's still tainted a little bit, but it's still a national brand, and you're in a conference that really has no flat. Everybody's no. clamoring for you. That's an easy right. as hell situation. They're gonna every they're gonna give you a few years because it's the West Coast. You know what I mean? They'll, we'll, we'll let you well, go and seven and five, eight and four for you, a year. You're playing kinda, for the conference's premier team. The, yeah. Everyone out there, whether you're a fan of that conference or not, really just if you're a diehard, like, longtime college football fan, you want to see this program return. Everyone wants to see you do good. Yeah. The three of us were students at the University of Cincinnati at the height of Mike Bone's career as the Cincinnati athletic director yeah. and know – what, he can what do that, great of yeah. a job he does as an athletic director. I thought, I agree with you. I thought that was the best. That's, yeah, that's the one, best if I was any coach one, who yeah. had, like, now, you know, credence, I would be diving I, all over now, that job. Now, it's weird to say this. Go, go ahead, Greg. Well, so what would you think, Greg? I actually would, would disagree, and I, I I feel like I almost have a weird um, perspective on this because uh, I know I've told this story before, but in a, in a bizarre different world, I, I could be an LSU guy right now. You know, no, I yeah, but it, uh, no, but, I'll give you a hundred reasons why that's but, a terrible well, job. I I understand well, so I I think there are, are kind of two classes of thought for for under for figuring it out, and I think there's the best job to be the best team to win a national championship, 
Yeah. And I think if your goals are to win a national championship out of all these jobs, Louisiana out like those area that SEC area has immense talent. Even when LSU was a terrible team. Oh, I they know. They had immense talent. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, I, I mean, no talent. one's disagreeing with that. So I think as far as having the talent that you need to beat team, maybe, you know, maybe if you want to just make it into the playoff, I would say the best job as far as ease-wise, honestly, would be Notre Dame. If you just want a job to make the playoff what, every couple of years, and, and you know, because really, you have so uh, many... You have so many rivalry games. I'm with you on that. I was like, best job that's closed, USC. Best job that's recently become open, Notre Dame. For that, you exact think that's better than USC job? I'm, I'm no, saying, no. I'm saying as far as ease of making it to the college football. Player. Oh, between Oklahoma, basically Notre Dame right now. Well, I'm yeah. saying, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I would even say ease to make it to the college football playoff over USC. But <sighs> here's the thing, though. And we keep forgetting, it's very easy for Notre Dame to get dings. They, they're not playing next weekend. Right. They're not. You yeah, know what but I'm if saying? They go, In but, a normal year, there's been chaos. I'm saying yeah. there's been chaos. See, if there hasn't been the kind of chaos, and there's not every year, there's not the normal chaos. We've seen it before. You're yeah. not playing. But normally, I mean, normally, they don't play a team like Cincinnati. They're probably 12-0. and 0. They're probably 3. And what? They played a down USC team. Craig, are you calling Cincinnati uh, a good team? Yeah, I know, crazy. But, you know, you look at their schedule up and down. I mean, aside of Wisconsin, you really have. Yeah, but I, I think mean, you can not make a whole I think lot you can out make there. A huge... You have Virginia Tech. You basically play like half an ACC schedule. Like, <clears throat> Right. But, I mean, I think with USC, that's, the Pac 12 South sucks, man. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. There's no reason you you have a championship game in Oregon. It, when USC's at full power, if they're getting everything going, Oregon can't do nothing about it. You're, you, I, in a lot of those guys, Oregon's are, Oregon's getting right now. They didn't get in the past when Pete yeah. Carroll was there because they're just going. I, to well, s- the other thing that I would say is you control the, the 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 tap unless you get a win over an Ohio State team. You've seen it in the past. A one loss Pac-12 team. If you lose, if you slip up one time, yeah. you're basically out. But same thing in Notre Dame. You can't lose once. I would say there's probably less room for error in a normal Pac-12 team. If if Oregon didn't have, if Oregon played, you know, Nebraska or whatever and beat them, I don't. I think they would probably be at six behind Notre Dame right now. I just ah, I'd still say USC's a better job. I, I, and I think it's close. No, it's I, close. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think first of all, I think USC's better than LSU though by a mile. USC does not have the no, pressure I, I, at that, all. That, and you think about even just day-to-day life. Think that, about this. You're in L.A. That, you're like the least famous person on the planet. Yeah. And that's what I mean. If, if your only goal, it, my thought is, if your only goal is to win a national championship. Last but if, you're, if your goal that, is yeah. to be a successful But you're also going to flame yeah. out or jump that's for a better I mean, job yeah. quick but or a different you, job. You can yeah. just as easily flame out in three years. Right. So I, I would agree there. Uh, Josh, what about you? Best best job openings, opening closed. Best best job closed was was USC. I agree with everything Zach said. I I think that's that's the job I'd want uh, outside right, of like Ohio State. Right. You know, if I'm a coach, I'll be like, yeah. Um, best job closed. 
Or open, you mean? Or best job recently. I mean, it's, it's Oklahoma or yeah. Notre Dame, and I think uh, Notre it's, Dame. It's Notre Dame. Like, talk I about just, I just like don't that. think I just, who would want to go to Oklahoma right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, I just I think another one to, to just to kind of segue us here. I think another good hire, uh, even though I thought it was one of the dumbest lecos for coaching reasons. Uh, TCU, let go their longtime coach and hired uh, SMU's Sonny Dykes. Um, former Cal coach, former yeah, what did he you know, coach before? Uh, yeah, I remember Sunday that because he was Jared Goff's coach. He kind of yeah. flamed out somewhere and then went to just worked with a lot. Very of underwhelming really- hire by TCU for the big show. You 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 showed your man the the man who built your program got you into a Power Five conference. You shut him the door early so you get a head start, and that's what you come up with. Yeah, I don't know. Dykes has done a good job no, with SMU he, taking SMU's offense. I mean, to he new has. Heights, but he's was, not, he's that's not, what he was. He was the up and comer. Went to Louisiana Tech, then went to Cal. Right. That was supposed to be his big job. Yeah. Then was that Cal's kind tough. Of I'll give you assistant, that. But. Assistant head coach to Patterson at TCU. Right. Left for SMU and then came back. But so, I mean, he they're hiring a guy that is is familiar with some of the new opponents. That oh, will yeah. be facing TC regularly. He he's made SMU one of the top twenty offenses in the country. Not great in November, definitely not. Um, but you know, TCU, but that's what I'm saying. TCU really wanted, hasn't been great. In they November wanted a, in a big while. dog coach. Though. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but I mean, with the Big Twelve, yeah. interesting hire with the new Big Twelve. So, and that kind of leads us into our second spot about where the Big Twelve is right now, and you kind of wonder. You know, in two years, is the Big 12? Because, you know, obviously losing their two, I guess, big dogs nationally in, you know, Texas and Oklahoma. Are we going to be nothing? You get four teams. Where where are they going to be in a couple of years? Because right now you look at the two teams leaving the Big 12. You got Texas, who's five and seven, is the first year under Sarkeesian, but they lost Six straight games before getting a win to end the season. So they were one of them to Kansas. Five and one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Five and one. Then lost six straight. The first one being that weird shootout to Oklahoma. Oklahoma losing two of their last three. A lot of quarterback weirdness. Not going to be in the conference championship. First time they won't win the Big 12 since 2014. Lost their head coach Sunday and have had. You know, commits. They, I think they have like a top five class, and they're losing commits left and right right now. Yeah, comparative to the teams that are joining the Big Twelve in the next, you know, few years. We're recording early, so we don't have the college football rankings. But as far as the AP rankings for these teams, you have Cincinnati, twelve and 0, third in the AP, yeah. undefeated for the second straight regular season. They play Houston Saturday, have a decent chance with a win. And, you know, have been a team that has kind of broken the mold for those smaller teams and yeah. showed that they can be, you know, have wins over Notre Dame. You have BYU, who's 10 and 2, 12th in the AP, 6 and 1 versus the Power 5, 4 and 0 oh versus the I Pac. Mean, they should be the Pac 12 champions. Right. And, you know, they lost. They should win. be in the Pac 12. That makes well, way more sense. Well, they lost a weird Utah. game to Boise State, but their only Power 5 loss is to. A Big 12 team in Baylor. Yeah. So they beat an ACC team. I think they beat Virginia, swept the Pac-12, and, you know, got some big wins. Houston, 16th in the AP. 
They had a blip to start the season against Texas Tech. 11 straight wins. Yeah. Undefeated in the conference. Get to play Cincinnati in the AAC Championship. And then, really, the only team that hasn't had a great year that's coming is UCF, who still finished third. And they're in such finished, a recruiting. Well, still playing a bowl game. Finished 8-4. Yeah. and four, And the biggest reason why they struggled, they lost their quarterback for the and they can recruit season. i mean they're yeah. in orlando uh they, they build up some cavity you know some uh great program they build up you know yeah and being in a power five conference i mean honestly they can that, play out that recruit helps Florida. to improve the yeah. footprint for everybody oh exactly so i mean with, the big 12 is going to be fine yeah with the those... other conferences including the sec no in all opinion i've been saying this all along because of that weird triad yeah. thing that's going on with the the ACC, Pac-12, yeah, the Alliance. You know the SEC is not going to go it alone. They will want a little patsy, if you will. Now that'll be the big. They'll be fine. They're going to get their automatic bids. They're going to expand the playoff. They'll get. Everybody's going to throw the Big Twelve an automatic bid. I, I mean, promise you. you. Well, it, I mean, you look at the question like you you've seen before. You know, obviously Missouri is kind of a weird ad, but you don't know how they're going to do divisions and everything, but. Was a weird. Maybe ad. in I don't know how they're gonna. I have no idea how they're gonna do divisions. But you look at Texas A&M. They've gone from a team that you know was close in the Big Twelve to being a middling team in the SEC. Because guess what? Only two teams are gonna make it to the championship. And if you're in the same division as Alabama, you can bet you can bet Dude, three out of four years. That Alabama conference are make is just it. so cut. Bro, I mean, like, I have to assume Vandy's going to make a move, right? Like, they got to want to get out. Not saying that they really have a chance anywhere. A gentleman on Twitter.com told but, me that Vandy would give the Bearcats a run for their money. What a in, moron. In football. What a bitch. Uh, that's such a lie. Baseball, baseball, baseball yeah. definitely. Yeah, I like, but, I mean, baseball, um, you got to think Vandy's got to want to get out, right? I I, feel, I think they'll be back well, down to five. I think Vandy's got to want to get out. You, I question Kentucky. Do you want to stay in there? I mean, what does that bring Kentucky? Well, honestly, the, other the thing SEC, is Kentucky, other than an easy yeah. conference to win your basketball. I was going to say, yeah, Kentucky probably wants more in basketball. But you also look at it, and you wonder. You're adding two teams on the western side of things. You don't know how. I mean, the, the you want to talk about another league that has been very unbalanced east to west. You have the Big Ten West, as we talked about on our last show, being so unbalanced. There's you nothing know, you to add. You finally have Georgia coming up, but in the last 10 years, you've had Florida go up and down real quick, Georgia go up and down real quick, right. and then aside of that, you have you know South Carolina, who hasn't been very good. Oh, like you the know, East Tennessee, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, Tennessee, Vandy, Kentucky. Which used to be the, best, the better of the Missouri, conferences there in the 90s yeah. or 2000. Yeah. Um, I mean, when division, you look at bowl eligibility... They're going to have to move some. They're going to have to shift some things. I'd be curious to see. I mean, Bama's now getting more east. Auburn's. Yeah, you wonder if you're going to get Bama alignment. and Auburn to the east. Yeah, that would be uh, be interesting. Uh, when you look at bowl eligibility, SEC obviously leads the way. Only Vanderbilt did not make it, did not become bowl eligible. Big shocker there, I know. <laughs> but if you look at the new Big 12, they'd be tied with the ACC for the second most bowl eligible teams. Right. Only like three teams behind the SEC. So this notion that you know the Big 12 is isn't going to be down and they're going to be a basketball conference. I mean like this could be one of the more entertaining conferences. They're going to be fine. Both both sports. You yeah, know, I the Big 12 hit it. I said that when they made not just cuz I'm a UCLA alum that's exciting. I they hit it out of the park with the four teams that they got. It makes the most sense. Um 
You know, that's why I don't think Luke Fickle's looking to jump. Why? Because I think there's there's guarantees. There will be a power five that will get their automatic bid. And their UC is looking like the best of the bunch right now. I mean, you know, Baylor looks, Baylor can't, they have no offense. If they could find any kind of offense, that'd be a little bit of a different story yeah, for Baylor. Oklahoma State, you got Oklahoma State, who's been a great defensive team that you just don't, you don't know if they can do anything on offense. And as you mentioned, there are, right now, there are three teams currently in the Big, uh, in the big 12 that wouldn't be bowl eligible. Texas, who's moving. TCU, who finished 5-7 and seven and fired their coach. And then Kansas, who's Kansas. And yeah, you, no. have that, you, have that never, you, know, you have that in every conference, really. You have your Vandys and your... I mean, the ACC has had several teams over... I mean, it's, it was Wake Forest, Syracuse, you know, whatever. Big Ten, you have your Rutgerses. Hey, Rutgers? Well, no. but I mean... No, I know. Like, right, right, right. You know, Syracuse. Pac-12, you have your... You know, it was like Stanford and Cal. Now it's kind of like Arizona and stuff like that. Oh, so. God. Both Wazoo. The, both the Arizona schools are bad. But they might, hey, fun thing for Arizona. There's two former high-end Arizona quarterback recruits who left who are both in the transfer portal. One Spencer Rattler and one Jack Miller the third. I'm just saying. Yeah. Maybe they, they will so, be interesting. The question goes in. I mean, I think we're all in agreement. Big 12 in three years might be, you know, obviously the national name is a is an issue, but as far as football, they're still in good shape with the teams that they're getting because they have... Basketball's you know, still going to give them legitimacy too. Let's not underline... Yeah. It's yeah. all driven by football, but let's not underline... And my basketball's count, still a money sport, My right? count on the, the Big 12 You're going to have Texas Tech, which has had some... You have Kansas, Cincinnati and, historically, well, um, Houston. Yeah. Um, BYU's, BYU's had team. some success. I UCF mean, Oklahoma, or not Oklahoma, Oklahoma State yeah. historically has had... I mean, you're going to have some teams. Iowa State, yeah. I mean, you're, you're Baylor. <laughs> Baylor. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kansas. I already said Kansas. They're going to be just fine. And Kansas my, State. My count, Kansas State, yeah. My I mean, count comparing them to the SEC, that was excluding Oklahoma. Like Even without Oklahoma, they're still second and bowl eligible right. teams as with the new conference. I just think Texas and Oklahoma are really going to regret that move. I mean, the money will be nice, but uh, well, the prestige will be gone. There's just no way. There's no way they walk in there and are anything better than middle of the pack, if not bottom. So then the last question we have going in to kind of wrap up the show is we move in. Coaching, Big 12, what does it all come down to in football? Three words. Or three letters, really. CFP, college football playoff. I hate what it's done to us. I hate it. The real question is, one, does it need fixing? I think we can all generally say yes. But the question is, how does it get fixed? Is it more realignment? Is it an expansion of playoff? Is it something else? Zach, how do we fix (laughs) this playoff? Do we just bang our heads against the wall till till four teams fall out of our head? I'm a. Propo- Do we have to get stitches? I'm a proponent of. Uh, I guess eight. I I'm honestly a proponent of six. People flip out when you only say six. Here's here here's why. Here's why. Here's why. I think each of the power five conferences should get an automatic bid, and then you have one wild card. I know people think that's, but it's not. Like, look, Ohio State got their ass whooped Saturday, and I'm gl- I don't want them in the playoff. They obviously can't compete, but I mean, they would have a realistic. If they were if it was eight teams, they would probably get in. For what? 
to either go get blown out one game. Or, you know, they're not making it. That defense is a trip. You know what I mean? Like, I think you look at the teams. Six would be best. Eight, I'm okay with. Sure, you know, you'll every once in a blue moon, you'll get an eight seed, make a run, maybe. But um, I don't think more realignment needs to happen. I think there needs to be some settling of that. I think people need to oh, hold your horse. I don't even know where alignment can go, honestly, from yeah. here, to be honest. I can't see it going anywhere. Like, what's the what makes sense? The Big Ten's not going to do anything. I think the alliance thing makes... I think here's what they need to do. Ditch the NCAA, get all the commissioners in the room, and figure out something that makes sense for everybody. Probably without realignment, make an agreement or something where everybody's locked in for 10 years or some shit. We're going to do an 18 playoff. Each conference gets an automatic bid. You know, for the for the non-power five schools, we'll, we'll give you one. We'll give you one, right? We'll give you one bid. And then there's two wild cards. I, I think my first thought was always try to fix the playing field. And I think the issue that we, you know, we, we've yelled about it. You lot, could. You could have well, a national TV contract with well, I, every I, conference instead of every conference bidding on their own. My, my, no, mine was more like, you know, I don't think four 16-team conferences are going to work. But no. have rules where it's like, hey, you can only play this many schools. You have to have conference schedules and, you know, do stuff to where schools can't skirt around and you get a chance to, hey, you have to play this many other Power 5 schools out of your conference. That way you yeah. get a real idea of, hey, is the SEC the best conference or is it just a thought this year? And you know what? Florida played Wake Forest and got run out of the room. You know, even Alabama played, you know, uh, North Carolina or something like that. Right. I think the one thing that I would always love to see, and I, I've said it for years, because the one thing that I've always noticed, always, always, always noticed, is I would love expansion, an 18 playoff. You know, if you had the, the packs or uh, what, Lynch, whatever his name was from Northern Illinois, maybe he gets in as an eight seed. So right. even if you're a one seed, you get to play, you know, a max school in the first round. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But put it at home stadiums. Yeah, one, yes, exactly. Still water at night, you know, uh, Beaver Stadium at night, you know, not even thinking about Ohio schools, you know. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to to Seattle. But I think the one thing that I've the issue that I've always had with the SEC, that I've always come Pac-12, north in the winter fast. Well, the thing is, if you're Ohio, you know, if you're Ohio State or you're Cincinnati or you're any of these, te- even if you're Clemson, because you might have to play Boston College late in the year, USC, you might have to go to Washington. Late. You have to be able to play styles of football. Yeah, you can't just play dome football. You have to play. Oh yeah, it's twenty degrees outside, and I can't feel my feet. Football. I mean, I think we saw what happened. I mean, Auburn. Should have beat Alabama with a backup quarterback, and they went yeah. up the Happy Valley, and that wasn't even that cold then, but it was still chilly, and they, yeah. they struggled. Yeah, and I think that's the best way to do it because one, I mean, gosh, think about the think about the amount of craziness you would get for, you know, I mean, during week three, you, oh yeah, you know, Texas going to Ohio State. Yeah, imagine that during a playoff they, game. They did do that, Texas. 
has been but, to Ohio State. But that's what I mean. No, I, mean, I know, yeah. Imagine that during December. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would like imagine, to see the Ohio State-Michigan yeah. weather we had with the snow. Yeah. And it was like 30 degrees. Imagine Florida coming and to Michigan. And then Florida had to go into the yeah. big house, and it's snowing, and there's... Oh, that'd be great. I'd love to see those guys the one shivering. thing, I mean, the one thought that I... One, I think... One of the times watching Ohio State or someone and watching them kind of struggle, you know, watching them have to play Minnesota in zero degree weather and then two weeks later having to go play in a dome and then a dome again. Oh, yeah, exactly. And, you know, having to what I think I remember hearing Blake Bortles when he went to Jacksonville, he said he had never seen snow until like his second year in the NFL. Right. And it's like these, you know. Nick Saban was a Michigan State coach. Mm-hmm. Have him go back to East Lansing. Oh, yeah. And guess what? If you play well enough and you go undefeated in your Alabama, you don't even have to worry about it. Your one game that you have to play is probably against, you know, Oregon or maybe UTSA or something. Right. In fucking Tuscaloosa. And that's no big deal. No, I, I'm, I'm 100% agreeing. The issue with is on that. with expanding it is they know that they're going to be put in shit situations that's going to hurt their their team. Because guess what? The SEC doesn't play in the New Era Pinstripe Bowl in fucking New York. No, that's that's still, so, the, wildest, that's still the wildest bowl to me. Well, <laughs> we would need something more like that. Play oh. play at Wrigley Field. Exactly. I'm I'm all I'm all for everything you just Josh, said. Josh, what's your what's your thoughts before I go on more play in the cold weather? Yes. Guys, I'm going to drop a bomb on you to end our show. I say we keep the committee. We keep the committee and we require things of them. Seven teams. Seven? Seven no, teams. Let's not do odd. Odd numbers suck. Seven teams. Uh, the committee can still rank the teams, but they are required to take... Oh, I'm not talking about getting rid of the committee. They have to rank them. They stuff. are required yeah, I mean... to take all five power champions. They yeah. are required to take the highest ranked group of five champions. Yep, and they are required to take the next highest ranked team that isn't a conference champion. Right. But see, you gotta as, have the, as that, a wild. Well, I don't have the two. And wild. then you set it up, and then with the TV deals, like you can still have the selection show. You can still get the final rankings for the playoff seeds and the rest of the bulls. Everybody gets their money, but it all goes around. You have seven teams. Why don't you do seven. eight then? Why don't you? Why don't you, you do eight? Set, do you need eight? Why do, why you do you, a seven's a weird number? Well, why do you need a two? Plus? So you're gonna give one team a buy? Yeah, you give Welcome the... Welcome to the NFL, baby. Yeah, exactly. that's... I, and I hate that. No, everybody's playing the same number of games, in my opinion. Eight eight makes sense. So you want to see Georgia play the the last seeded team? Yeah, so I want to see them play NIU. Yeah. Then, all, because all you're saying is instead of Georgia, it'd be Michigan playing the last... Or, you know, whoever's number two. It'd so be, you wouldn't want to see... So the way I see it is is that you would rank all your teams. So with a group of five this year being up there, they'd be ranked ahead of the Pac-12 champion. So your Pac-12 champion would probably be your seventh seed. So it'd be Michigan versus Oregon. Is that that, is that, that bad? But who's the non-Power 5? Oh, because you see us. You see, yeah. But you think about in a few years. And then so. that way, you, yeah, only most have, years. you only have the one wild card where it's Alabama. My problem with two at-large things is then you're taking away a, yet another conference's like focus on the conference champions. You get all six. You get six conference champions. The five powers. The best group of five. That's champions, what I said. Then you add and then two you get wild one cards. One wild card. Two what? wild card. Because then you're just diminishing another conference's title. What well, you, yeah, but you've seen what? teams get into the playoffs all the time. With I mean, Alabama doesn't even make it to the. To the sure. Yeah. 
Sure, that's what I'm I saying. I think at, at this point, if you want to win, you need to win three. No, games. because here's here's because what... the thing is no because the thing is then you diminish the second ranked team because they're not the first ranked. Team. Right. And you then you're dealing with who's the best conference. Here's here's the thing. If Ohio State goes undefeated and Georgia goes undefeated, then who's the better team? Well, that's why you have the playoff. They're all in the playoff then. Yeah, but then, then but then Ohio State but, has to play an extra game. But Josh, my point, you're not then diminishing they sh- the comp- they should have been ranked. Higher. You're not diminishing. Well, how do they get ranked higher? That's what I'm saying. With the eight team, you're not diminishing it because the conference champions, you get to rank them, but the conference champions automatically have to be in the top six. Like they have to, you can't, so then the two wild cards are automatically going on the road. There's still a big reason to win your conference. It doesn't minimize it. Yeah, I, I don't know. This, uh, you, you, you can't do an odd number. I'm sorry. It's going to hurt my brain, Josh. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, you need to make the conference champions mean something. They do. Like, you get home, most likely home field advantage in an automatic bid. Because otherwise, you're leaving it up. It would be wild. There'd be, there, there would not yeah, be a sure be six fire. Or eight teams. Six or eight. You got to do even. I don't know. I'm the person that doesn't want to watch Georgia play outside Northern of baseball. Illinois. Like, like they and name another get, sport that has an odd number of playoff teams. They already get the, the you know your SEC tune-up week. I don't need to see two whole weeks of that at the end of the season. No one wants. Well, that, to watch yeah, because then it gets then, then it gets a chance to get. I mean, another team in. If you're, yeah, but if well, the thing is though. If uh, if if Ohio State, Josh, and, here's my point. Then do six. Yeah, or do six. That's fine. Six Your argument five. with the seven doesn't yeah. make sense. Then if you just do six, then that makes yeah. perfect sense. The five five conference champions and I'm a six the, or seven. The, seven is the generosity seven. to the one at large. <laughs> there, everyone's always going to complain. Well, what about what about Ohio State? What about no Alabama? no sevens? I, I I love you, Josh. I'm sorry. No, seven makes no sense. Just do six then. Josh is picking yeah. six, and I'm Josh fine with, is picking I'm, I'm fine with Let's do sixty four. Oh God! I'm in, baby. I mean, I don't see why you can't do 16 like uh, the FCS. They do it. So let I us know. know. <laughs> Rich Rich Rodriguez going out there. What? Another breaking higher in the carousel tonight. What? Yeah. Where's Rich Rod going? Jack State. Yeah, he's a cock, a game cock. That's one. He's going to Alabama to Jacksonville State. That nice. is one big hire. Oh, I thought so, you were one big cock. Damn. <laughs> uh. So let us know. What do you think? The do you think it's fine with four? Do you think six? Nine. Do you think eight? Do you think seven or sixty-four? Well, speaking of six, you know Alabama only accumulated six rushing yards against LSU this year. Love that for you. Love so that for them. We're gonna wrap it up here before we get into any more disagreements, issues, but great discussion about the college football show. We're going to do one one last question to end the show. Your top four Sunday night, just so we can be all loud wrong on Monday. Top four in order. Zach, rank them. Oh, I, I didn't know we were doing that. Uh, top four. Uh, oh, excuse me. So the final four. Uh, Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, Oklahoma State. Uh, I'm going Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, Notre Dame. Going Georgia, Ohio State, Cincinnati. Ohio State. Or sorry, Georgia, Michigan. (laughs) Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, and Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Let us know 
at 30 Rack Sports. Who's your final four? All right, guys. Once again, want to give a shout out to everybody listening. We'll be back Tuesday, back and better than ever. Once again, a shout out to Kenny's Day Drinking Lager from 16 Lots, our beer of the week. For Zach, on the opinions, good, better, good, bad, or otherwise. See ya. For Josh, on the ones and twos. Go back, guys. I'm Greg. Thank you so much for listening to another edition of 30 Racket Sports. Thank you.